Alrighty, hello, hello, my lovely, awesome, beautiful personal stylists that are listening to this right now. Welcome back to the Personal Stylist Podcast. My name is Sydney and I am your host. I'm a personal stylist and business strategist and coach. And we're in the middle of a fun series. I feel like I said that a lot, but I think it's very, very true. So our series right now is called, So You Want to Be a Personal Stylist. Last week on the podcast, I shared the three things that you need to stop doing right now. I'm not going to share what they are in this podcast. You're going to have to go back and listen. It is episode 61. But these are three things that stylists will tell me that they are doing and they will be really proud of them. They'll say, oh my gosh, I just, I'm making this, I'm working on this. I spent so much money on this. And when I hear it, my heart drops. I have the face palm emoji out and I'm just like, no, stop doing this. Because if you keep doing these things, you're just going to have to redo them once I get my hands on you. (laughs) Once you get further into your business, you're going to realize that you started in the wrong place. So Go back and listen to those three things that you need to stop doing because you want to find out if you're doing them right now. In this episode, in today's episode, I'm going to share with you the three things that you need to do first instead. So these three things are the who, the what, and the how for your personal styling business. This is the part of your styling business that is 100% critical mission critical that you commit to and do the work in. It is the foundation. It's also the place where stylists, maybe you, if you're struggling, say, yeah, 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 yeah. I've done it. I know these things. And yet you're saying these things, but you're still failing to book clients at the rate that you want or for the price that you want. You're struggling to get repeat clients, long-term clients, clients that value and respect you as a personal stylist, clients that are invested in the process, clients that don't ghost you, clients that do what you ask them to do when you ask them to do it. So if this is your struggle, chances are you have not done these three things that I'm going to tell you that you need to do first. And you're not doing anything wrong, right? Like a lot of times in business, you don't know what you don't know. So you're not doing anything wrong. You just need to get more specific. You need to know these three things. So let's talk about the three things that you need to do. Number one, this is the who. You gotta know your ideal client, right? Knowing your ideal client can involve creating a profile, a brand personality, an avatar, knowing their likes and dislikes. What is their name? Do they drink coffee or matcha? Whatever you want to do and need to do. There are different methods of doing it. One may resonate with you more than another, and that's totally fine. But either way you go about crafting and knowing your ideal client, you need to know who they are. Flat out, full stop, period, with a T on the end, right? And you need to know not only who you're talking to, who they are, but why you are talking to them. You need to deeply know and understand and be able to communicate that you not only know their pain points, but you have a plan 
to get them out of their pain. And you can demonstrate that plan through case studies and client transformations. So you need to not only know who you're talking to, but while you are talking to them and you need to be able to demonstrate that you have a plan to get them out of their pain through case studies and client transformations. When you know your ideal client and you know their pain points, then you can commit to a niche, right? So this is kind of like a three-parter of knowing your ideal clients. The ideal client is the pain point, it's the niche. This is going to scare the hell out of you because of a scarcity mindset, a fear of lack, or a fear of competition. So I want to take a minute and look at the example of doctors versus specialists. How many times do you go to a doctor knowing that you actually are going to need to see a specialist, right? All of the time. So why don't we just go to the specialist in the first place? So why don't you as a stylist just become the specialist from the get-go? When you are the specialist, you become the go-to person for that thing. Maybe you'll have less clients, but I can probably promise you, well, I don't know that I can promise you, but I can tell you that the ones who do come to you, they are going to know you're the one and they are going to be willing to pay for that specialty. They're going to be thrilled that they can bypass a generic personal stylist and find the person that is talking to them and to their problem. When you have a specialty, you are the expert. You hone your craft because you are able to narrow your focus and you're able to narrow what you do and get better at that. And when you have a specialty, you can charge for that specialty. Stylists without a refined ideal client, pain points or niche, are doctors. Stylists with specialties are those that have all of the above and a signature service and framework. So let's talk about the what. The what is your signature service. So once you know your ideal client, understand their pain of where they are now and where they want to be, have committed to a niche, then and only then can you create the mechanics for how you're going to deliver your transformation, which is your signature service. My expertise in working with personal stylists like you is helping you create a signature service and ditching your a la carte services. I believe that a la carte services are designed for a broad audience that do not have a high investment in the service. Signature services, on the other hand, are created for a specific person with a specific transformation in mind. A signature service is the best and most effective way for your clients to get a life-changing wardrobe transformation and for you as a stylist to get paid top dollar. A signature service is going to be three things, time-based, tiered, and transformative, and it is also going to be priced at or very close to $1,000. There are two reasons for this. High dollar services attract high dollar clients who will be invested in the process and get a better transformation because they have put in more money. Therefore, they are going to do the work. Therefore, their transformations and their testimonials are going to be better, resulting in better transformations for you and more clients. Number two, it is way, way easier to book two clients at $1,000 than 20 clients at $100. That is the a la carte or low ticket digital offering trap that I see so many personal stylists fall into. 
So there's nothing wrong with low ticket offers or low priced offers, but many stylists do not have the audience base to support that. When you have low ticket offers, it is sheerly a numbers game. You can run a successful six-figure business off of 5K or less followers. When you have a signature service, it's high dollar and you're talking to the right client. If you are selling low ticket offers, you're most likely going to need 50 to 150,000, if not more followers, because you are going to need that many more new followers every time to keep generating the same amount of money with a low ticket offer. So the signature service is the what of your business puzzle. Lastly, we have the how, which is your framework. Your framework or method expands upon your specialty. It is the core component of what your ideal client needs in order to get the transformation you create through your signature service. A framework is not what you do. It's not your service. It's how you do it. It's the concepts that your client needs to have in their life in order to get that transformation. Your framework is also what gives you more unique points that set you aside from your competition. It lets your ideal client see immediately that you've got the answers to their problems. You will be vetting qualified clients by default when you start talking about your framework. So if you want to be a personal stylist, give me a second, I need to go charge my computer. <laughs> I'm on 1%. I apologize if this audio gets crazy. I was trying to rush through and finish and I'm not going to. So. Y'all, I just saved my computer. It was on 0%, literally 0%. Okay, framework, the how. This is how we're wrapping it up. If you want to be a personal stylist, you need to do these three things before you do anything else. And that is one, commit to your ideal client, know their pain and commit to a niche. Number two, establish a signature service that is tiered, transformative and time-based and high ticket. Three, create a framework that consists of concepts that are uniquely yours. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode in our series, So You Want to Be a Personal Stylist. Next week, I'm going to help you work through what is the right personal styling business for you. One-on-one, -on -one, virtual, group, courses, there are all of the options. And while having all of them in your business may sound good, it's actually going to ruin your business and divert your focus. So I will help you figure that out on next week's episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for um, bearing with me on that audio change. Um, we will be back in the um, better audio sound next week when I record and I will see you all then. In the meantime, I would love if you listen to these podcast episodes, please shoot me a DM on Instagram at the profitable stylist. Um, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear what's resonating. Please snap a picture, share it. Some of my favorite things is seeing you all listen to these podcast episodes and knowing that it is making an impact in your business and how you are thereby also impacting your clients. So it's like a trickle down impact effect. And I love that. Nothing makes me happier as a business strategist and coach. And I think this is all I have for you today. So I'll see you next week on the podcast. Bye.